The Real Estate Sessions is brought to you by FIRST. FIRST knows that a real estate professional's most valuable asset is their relationships. A strong personal network is the moat that can guard against any industry disruption. But there is never enough time to nurture your network the way you want to. FIRST powers top agents with artificial intelligence to spotlight the people who are most likely to sell. This brings focus and attention to make important connections when it matters most. Learn more and request a free demo at first.io. That really what I'm building here is a family. You know, this is not a place that you come to um, work. This is a place that you come to be a part of. Truly, we're non-competitive. We help and support one another because I've always believed that, you know, we are all good individually, but gosh, we are so much better having each other's backs. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions podcast, where industry leaders share their stories and offer tips and advice for real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 153 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we head into year four, we had our three-year anniversary on July 31st. It's very exciting. Uh, And I can't thank you enough for telling a friend, sharing it, writing a rating and review. You know the story. I ask you for it every week. But uh, Thank you so much. And, And I'm really excited. I actually am on location for this podcast. So many of them I have to do over the phone. But I am in Naples, Florida, and I am in the McQuaid & Company office. I don't know how to explain this office. Um, In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some pictures, and there'll be a link in the show notes so you can see what Tiffany McQuaid of McQuaid & Company has done uh, here in the Bayfront Complex, I'll call it, in in Naples, Florida. It's spectacular. Tiffany's also doing amazing things. Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to see you face to face. Yeah, exactly. So, and and we, we, when we said hi to each other, we said, "Wow, it's been a whole like four days." Yeah. Because we were both at Imminent in San Francisco, and that's where I want to start. I know that. Yes. I got to see your main stage presentation. Love the topic. I'll let you share that with the audience, and then also kind of give me your your why Imminent is so important for you in your career. Okay. So first of all, my, uh, my speaking little segment that you saw me at was talking about, uh, it was entitled, Let's Chat About It, um, five different ways to incorporate Alexa into both your business and your life and start integrating Alexa into your world now. You know, with over 50 million devices sold, over a million on Prime Day alone, you know, shame on us, especially as an industry or really any industry, if you're not working on getting that technology into your life now so that you're embracing it as opposed to chasing it. Right. That was your key phrase that you talked about a lot, right? Yes. And how to, how to be out in, out in front of the crowd, which right. you obviously are. <laughs> because I'm, I'm just guessing it's not like drop dead simple to create Alexa skills. You have to, no, yeah. no, no, no. We enabled help of experts that yeah. um, have put that all together for us. But so aside from us having our own skills, like we own Naples Real Estate Search, so you can a- enable that skill on your Alexa app. Um, also, we have Fort Myers, search Fort Myers properties. Wow. And we also have what we call a McQuaid Concierge. And what that is, is direct access. We utilize it mostly for our buyers and sellers to access our list of um, contractors, you know, the people that are so important to us in our world, which can enable buyers and sellers the opportunity to have direct access to our people that are so important to us to get things done. 
think about it. That that was a link on a website just yesterday. Yes, <laughs> and, right. And now right. we're finding ways to use this new technology to just yeah. make it even easier. Right. For your customers. Well, and that's just it. There's so many skills now through that device that can make your life so much better. And it's everything from motivating you in the morning mm-hmm. to help remind you I, in a, in a talking conversational type of way, um, of upcoming birthdays or reminding you of your schedule. You know, I refer to Alexa as her or she, <laughs> or, uh, my assistant sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's great to me. You know, I, I'm really working to integrate her into my life. Life because pretty soon there's at least four card companies that are incorporating her into their vehicles. Wow. So, you know, with all of this transpiring, how, how much better is it for us to be ahead of the game, get used to it now and start developing these skills and, and, you know, understanding of how to utilize this as opposed to trailing it. Let's talk about Inman for a second. You, okay. I know you've attended quite a few. Yes. Tell me, tell me why. Well, okay. So I started in San Francisco I four or five years ago. I don't even remember now. And do you know, I've not missed a single Inman since. Huh. So I, I go every year, San Francisco, New York, um, Beverly Hills. I do the whole sector. And the reason why, you know, is that I, as a company, you know, I'm, I'm very much, I'm a business person, of course, entrepreneurial, but I've got this creative edge and wanting to step outside of that proverbial box. I want to take classic real estate. I want to make it better. I want to add value and I want to add my own little unique twist and flair to it to make us and our realtors and our properties stand out over and above all the others. So that not being contained in a box is what I embraced so much about Inman is their forward thinking. They stay ahead of the game. They keep you in the forefront of what's really happening in real time when it's happening. And it's inspired me to be better. I move and react quickly, quicker. And it's really given me a big competitive edge without a doubt. Yeah, definitely advantage of being your own brokerage is mm-hmm. you can move as fast as you want. There's no turning yeah. a ship here. It's well, and I I say all the time I I danced uh, growing up from when I was two till I graduated high school. So for 16 years, and I say all the time that this is the first time in my life that that dance training has completely worked out because I have mastered the art of pivoting. Yes. And thanks to that, I've remained flexible. <laughs> so I can pivot quickly in this wonderful world of real estate. That's. Let's talk about this. You mentioned okay. your childhood. You yes. you grew up in Akron, Ohio, right? Akron, Ohio. I, yes. I'm a sports guy. I know of Akron as the home of LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James, much right? right. Okay, good, yeah. good. And uh, and I I asked you before if you're oh you must be a Cavs fan, but there's only one team you follow out of Ohio. What what team is that? That is the Ohio State. Buc- so if I said OH, you know what to say next. I O. Okay, good because I, <laughs> I I I can always test somebody, right? Go box, say, right? Yeah. Um, but you didn't go to Ohio, Ohio no. State. You went to Youngstown. I went to Youngstown State, okay. and uh, yeah, I was a Penguin. But I went to Youngstown State when Jim Trussell was there coaching football and went through the national championships, which was a really exciting time for us. And when he went to Ohio State, that's actually when you know my little obsession carried over. And you know, being from Ohio. Ohio, I say all the time, Ohio is a great place to be from. It was a spectacular place to be, to be raised and yeah. to grow up. And oh, it was awesome. So that's probably my little uh, way of continuing to promote and root for Ohio. All right. 
I have to ask you this question. Yes. Penguins? Penguins in Ohio. Penguins, do we, yeah. Do we, do we know the story behind that? Well, I don't really, I, I can remember the dialogue and I know it has something to do with back years ago, the football team was at a game and they had had black on and it was snowing really hard, if I remember correctly. And they kind of had their hands in their jackets and they were, you know, kind of shaking up and down and somebody had said they look like penguins. So I think that's where the story happened and it stuck. And I want to say, gosh, it was many, many, many years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's where it came from. And now it works. Yeah, everybody yeah, in Ohio well, knows. I mean, them. come on. In the winter, it's the tundra. That's, That's why smart <laughs> penguins, smart Ohioans come down to Naples in the winter. Absolutely. I'm sure you've worked with a few. We'll yeah, get to so, that. <laughs> so we're truly the um, Ohio to South, the North to South connection. As a matter of fact, we have a program that I created and additionally educated and certified all of my realtors here that we call Snowbird Certified. So we specialize in relocation from the north to the south. So it's an additional educational requirement that we've put together within just our office. So it's just my team Mm -hmm. um, that's trained and, you know, they get certificates at the end of it. And it's anything over and above what's standard for real estate. So everything you would need to know about relocating to the state of Florida from uh, claiming residency. I mean, so many things. So we really make your world and your transition whether it's part-time or full-time, super easy and smooth. So I, I'm really catching the the marketing side of Tiffany here in this conversation. Was <laughs> marketing or or, or a sales part of what you were um, attending Youngstown State for? What were you going to be when you got out of Because most people don't think they're going to be a realtor. Yeah. No, yeah. that wasn't even a blip in the radar. Okay. So what were you um, going <laughs> to, what were you going to be? I mean, I've always enjoyed, I've always enjoyed design and architecture mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been one of those crazy people that go to open houses for fun um, my whole life. But my brain, I, I went to school for broadcasting. Okay. Uh, I wanted to do the news in the evenings and putting myself through school. I worked three jobs and went to school full time. So one of the things that I did was uh, midnight to 6 a.m. drive five nights a week at a classic rock station in Youngstown. Nice. So I would Do you literally... remember the call letters? Can we hear it? Do you remember? Um, W-R-K-U. It was 95 K-Rock. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we went from... I, I would go to school from 8 to noon. I worked at a chiropractor's office from 1230 to 5. I dispatched security at our local mall from 540 to 930. And then I worked midnight to 6 a.m. drive five nights a week. I did homework while I was at the radio station. So you would find really long songs. I'm just thinking, like Inagata well, Davida got well, played every no, night. <laughs> well, what, what was really cool about it was the first four hours I was just simulcasting. So we ah, had a sister station. Perfect. So I would just run the board, run the commercials, and yeah. all that. So those first four hours were critical for me to stay awake. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get fined by the FCC for not running the top of the hour yeah. ID, right? Yeah. And then I was just live from four to six. Okay. You get out of school. What did you do first? What was your first job? Well, I actually did not graduate. So what happened was I was offered when I was dispatching security, I had kind of worked my way through. I was working for the DeBartolo Corporation, which mm-hmm. was based out of Youngstown. Mm-hmm. So I was at their home mall, Southern Park Mall. And um, I had worked my way through the ranks a little bit and they saw my capabilities in marketing and offered me a full-time position um, in the mall office and then eventually ended up being marketing assistant. And at that point, I had had two and a half quarters left to graduate. So at that point, we were in quarters. Well, those last few quarters, the classes were only in the morning. And because the job was full-time, you know, I had to make a decision. So I thought, okay, 
I'm going to take this job because it was going to help, you know, streamline my life and it was an incredible opportunity for me. But I I thought, oh, I'll go back to school. And I didn't, you know, I just got real segued into business and my entrepreneurial brain took off and the rest is history. Yeah, I don't think Zuckerberg finished either. So yeah, you're, you're I, all well, good. <laughs> do you know, I read an article recently and I don't remember what the percentage was, but it was like 85% of entrepreneurs do not finish college. No, they, they, they've got what they need and they get, need, they need yeah, to get going. Yeah, I, I well, totally get that. I think that's it. By that point, I was so keyed up. Like I just wanted to get out there and do, 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 you yeah. know, there's nothing you can teach me in these books that I can't get out there and learn yeah, on my own that, through falling down and getting back up. That's awesome. So where does real estate come in? Well, real estate came in because it was always a passion that I had, but marketing is runs through my blood, like in true circulation, (laughs) normal. It's like the air that I breathe, I create, and I have to be in that mode to create, but everyone here knows when I'm in it because I'll spew stuff out. Like it's crazy, but it's just, it's a gift and it's a blessing and I'm lucky. uh, I know that, but the real estate part was just more something like I always loved design. I love to decorate, but I knew it was something that I never wanted to do as a career. Um, you know, I always appreciated architecture and loved the designs and the characteristics of properties, but I knew I didn't want to do that. And it ended up being, I had a, um, after I left to Bartolo, I had jumped some jobs and um, some great positions, which led me to having an opportunity to have my own marketing promotion and special event management company. So I did that for about 10 years and we relocated down to Naples full time 16 years ago. So I basically uh, just came down and thought, you know what, I'm going to be dead by time I'm 45 back then because I was doing so many events that, you know, it was so intense. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to come down here. I'm going to take this opportunity to get into a new, you know, start something new. Little did I know, you know, real estate is more intense than the events. And then let's go ahead and add to it. I'm now over 45. I'm not going to tell why I just told you how much further over. And I have a marketing company too under this roof. And we do some of the area's largest community events from our office as well. So it's just an odd odd thing that, um, you know, the two have kind of kind of melded together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's worked out really well for us. So when you started in real estate, did you start with a brokerage first? You were with, a, a well, I started, I just, um, got my license and I worked under a small boutique broker for five years okay. and then her and I ended up partnering in a firm No, I joined forces with okay. her. So we grew the firm a little bit. So we did that for five years and then I was, so blessed, a fluky thing happened to me. And that is about 14 years ago, I um, came in contact with Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. So what happened was my mom had passed away and I was relatively new in real estate. It was like two years in and I was reading every book I could get my hands on about real estate. You know, I've always believed knowledge is power, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. So I was ordering them all through Amazon. And one day on Amazon, it popped up a recommended read and it was called Use What You've Got and Other Business Lessons I Learned from My Mom by Barbara. Hmm. And I'd never heard of her at that point. You know, at that point, she wasn't she on the, the Today Show. group in New York. Right. She wasn't really out in the kind of the national psyche yet. Right. <laughs> okay. So I had no clue who she was. And I read the, the intro and... It sounded good. So I ordered it. 
when it came, I read it cover to cover in one day. And I'm like, this woman is in my brain, you know, (laughs) it's, and that's difficult because, you know, my, my brain is very visual and I see things like in 3d technicolor. So to have someone that I could like totally relate to, it kind of creeped me out a little bit. So I did something I've never done before. And that is I, um, emailed her and she responded right back and she had sold her company right after nine 11. Mm-hmm. So it was literally, I mean, imagine that, right. right. Oh. <laughs> Buying a company in Manhattan after that. But so what happens is she had emailed me right back. I had explained to her, you know, about the marketing component and, you know, all the things that I was doing. And she said, you will send them to me. I'd like to see, you know, at that point, I think she was probably trying to figure out her next stage of life. So for years, I sent her all my stuff. We stayed in communication. And when she got the Today Show, she used some of my stuff there. And then um, I had gone up for an event that she was doing um, with a lot of the businesses that she bought on Shark Tank about six years ago now. That was the first time we had met face to face. And it's been, she's been like my mom and, you know, our literally team cheerleader, um, all these years. So, so was she a major component of you launching McQuaid and company? Yes. She was right there almost as a consultant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what caused me to split off the partnership. Um, you know, she said, look, I, I want to help you. I believe in you. I, you know, want to guide you. The value in the business is you, and I want to push you out there. So that's what we did. I've heard her say that on Shark Tank. She talks about that, right? She invests in people. Yeah. Right. If that person's got the drive and the desire, she can see it. Yeah. She knows she can fix other things. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fix the person. Well, and I will tell you that she, I give her 120% full credit on so many things because she immediately saw the gifts that I have. And I think, you know, like attracts like, you know, I Mm -hmm. think you tend to draw toward people that are similar to you. And I think she recognized and we both recognize the similarities, but she pushed me and I'm kind of doing um, what she did to building the Corcoran group. You know, there's a lot of similarities Mm -hmm. and she pushed me uh, totally outside of my comfort zone to be the face of the brand, which is a huge risk. And I fought it tooth and nail, you know, not that I'm (laughs) some wild child that's out, you know doing crazy things because I'm not, but you know, that's a lot of responsibility that, you know, you have to really take that role seriously because you've got all these people depending on you to be not only a leader for them, but now you're a face that people can recognize and, you know, correlate. And I was really uncomfortable with that. And she's like, you can do it. You can do it. And kept pushing me and everything from the van that we have. I mean, she had her thumb on that and she's the one who selected the final design. And, you know, so there's so much. And even just looking around in the office that we're sitting in right now, you'll see her thumb all over my office, but it's a gift and it's been a huge blessing. And I know because of her input, I've probably done some things in leaps as opposed to the baby steps that I might have done on my own. Wow, what a uh, what a endorsement for not being afraid to reach out, right? Yeah, right. What does it hurt to send an email? If she never responded, you'd have been fine. Yeah, I but, wouldn't but, have even thought twice about it because really, on, honestly, yeah. I didn't even know who she was, right. you know, at that time. You just and read her book. It yeah. was just so innocent. Wow. And, you know, now I just, I look to her so much, probably because my mom's not around, but, you know, if I could pick a mom, it would be her. That's great. 
Let me let me ask you this question. You yeah. you've you've built a team here now. How many agents on the uh, team? Uh 32. 32. And so talk about that process. So okay. I know at Inman there was a whole team building track uh, yeah. and but I would love to hear your take on that on, you know, how you've how you kind of put, put that all together cuz my guess mm-hmm. is listening to you here mm-hmm. that you're you're um fairly hands-on with the team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how does yeah. that how does that part work? Well, I am not I will never be the largest company in town. Mm-hmm. What we are is this the the top boutique brokerage doing the kind of volume that we are for as small as we are. And I totally credit that to the fact that really what I'm building here is a family. You know, this is not a place that you come to um, work. This is a place that you come to be a part of. Truly, we're non-competitive. We help and support one another because I've always believed that, you know, we are all good individually, but gosh, we are so much better having each other's backs. And, you know, in any way or arena that, you know, we can, all of my realtors are neighborhood niche specialists, meaning they um, market and farm certain areas or communities that they live in or believe in, and then they sell everywhere. So uh, it's a dynamic that's worked really good for us, but in that special sauce (laughs) of correlating that, I would say that probably... The most important thing to me is finding people that have the the energy, the adaptability to our culture, you know, which is not, I mean, it's not like a cult, cult-like culture. That's, that's certainly yeah. not what it is, yeah. but it's, it's a unique environment and, you know, we're not cutthroat. Um, we're totally supportive and we lead with caring and community. You know, without a doubt, community is at the core of everything that we do. I love to hear that. And I, I know, um, looking through some of your things, even here in the office, the marketing arm and the uh, our marketing and events, you know, section of McQuaid and Company, um, you're, like you mentioned, community is everything. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I, and, you know, that's, that's, for me, it seems like the perfect way to, to give back. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Make sure people don't forget about you and know right. who you are, right? And and, so, and brand. Yeah. I, I I've always believed that, you know, if you lead with your heart, you know, I mean, really, if you work hard and do the right things, the money will come. You yeah. know, that's always always the way. And I tell my agents that all the time. As a matter of fact, we've got a similar quote on the wall. It's not about um how much money you can make, it's how much impact can you make, you know, on your life, on your family's life, on your community life, you know, um, what kind of legacy are you leaving? Right. You know, that's really what we're building here. So it's a little different than, oh, maybe a brokerage that is looking for numbers and bottom line and how many agents and how many properties are being turned over. And don't get me wrong. It's been a struggle because I have not wanted to just add people just to solve problems. I've wanted to grow organically. We haven't recruited yet. Um, We're getting ready to do our first little call to action, so to speak. But I wanted to make sure that our groundwork was laid extremely solid. And, you know, we have so many, what I call shiny pennies that are unique to us that I wanted to know that those systems and programs and the ability to convey those Mm -hmm. to people are more, more, more than anything that they've ever seen. Yeah. You work in a unique part of the country. Let's, <laughs> um, we're, we're like right next to downtown Naples, right, mm-hmm. where we're sitting right now. And uh, in Collier County, uh, we are about 100 miles from Miami. Is that mm-hmm. about right? Mm-hmm. Straight across the state Straight of Florida. Straight across the alley. Couldn't be 
further from Miami. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> in, two different worlds. <laughs> right, in two different worlds. Yeah, they're, they're light years apart, but 100 miles right? as the crow flies. Talk about Naples and, and what's, what, it, what this market is, because it it's so different. Right. Yeah. Well, this to me um, is truly, and it's truly paradise. And I say that from so many different perspectives. You know, this is such a melting pot of the entire arms and, and legs of this country, you know, coming together um, in this particular area. And what's so great about it is coming from Ohio, you know, you've got the gray days, you've got the cold winter, you know, those are things to be expected. But you come down here, there's something to be said for sunshine and how it makes you feel and the optimism that it gives you. And, you know, if I could tell people up north anything, I would say, you know, you don't realize what you're missing until you get down here. And it's one thing to vacation here, come down and vacation for a week, and then you go back to your life. And yeah, it was nice and relaxing. But when you come down and you stay and what inevitably happens down here is people come down and, you know, maybe they'll stay a week, then they come back and they'll stay a month and then they'll come back and maybe they'll stay three months. And before you know it, they're buying and they're staying forever, relocating. It sucks you in. I don't know if it's like this vitamin D. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you get addicted to the vitamin right. D. I don't know what it is, but people are happier down here. Your quality of life is better. You just feel good. Yeah. You feel good. And it's very easy, you know, for us in the industry to sell something when you feel that and you're conveying that to a customer. And I think, again, you know, that's we all love it and we're so passionate about it. I, I do believe that that conveys tremendously when you're working with people um, and getting them to know and understand how very special and unique this area is. Yeah. it's it's. There's also, there's no real like urban downtown here. Am I, is, that, is that a safe assessment or am I saying that the right way? Well, we have um, Fifth Avenue and Third Street are kind of the two big main sectors right. downtown. Then, you know, you've got all the offshoots of housing around that. And where we're situated is actually on the bay. So we're at Bayfront right across from us is Tin City and then Naples Bay Resort. So that's really an extension of Fifth Avenue. Um, I think we're all starting to merge together now because things are being built connecting us yeah. in between. Yeah. But it's such a relaxing environment, you know, where the other coast is a little more intense. Right. You know, this is very much laid back. This is go to the beach, you know, walk in somewhere for dinner, but at a higher level, you know, but at a, at a variety of levels. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of this area, which I've always admired, honestly, is the ability for Collier County to keep property values and that aesthetic um, value higher perceived value because they're very strict with signage. So you're not going to find like neon signs all over here. You know, you've got certain height requirements. The medians throughout this entire area are all landscaped and, you know, they're man-made beauty, but they're gorgeous. And, right. you know, you don't find that in other counties throughout the state. So I give kudos to Collier County for not just realizing that, hey, the beaches are shiny penny, so to speak, right. or the downtown area for the city of Naples, but it's all of it in its entirety. And by extending and beautifying, you know, medians and the roads, who would have thought it? We didn't right. have that in Ohio. Yeah. It makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes a gorgeous. big difference and it adds a higher perceived value, which I think right. adds to our uh, higher sale prices and, right. you know, all of that. So mm. it all plays together very nicely. 
What's next for McQuaid and Company? <laughs> other than taking over the universe? Well, other than that, no. yeah. <laughs> no, Bill, I look at us really as, for me and my mentality and that of my my team, my core team, is that I look at us as the Disney world of real estate, truly. And that's really our mission as we grow and go forward is incorporating both the marketing company and the real estate company and you know our ability to envelop the community um, with positive, consistent kind of messaging that if you work with a McQuaid realtor or you go to a McQuaid event, um, that that level of consistency and higher perceived value and going the extra mile and, you know, that event's going to be pushed to the nth degrees, we like to say, that that level of experience, no matter what you're doing that's associated with our brand is going to be that of a higher caliber, but we're not going to do it to the point of where it becomes stuffy. You know, we're going to do it top quality to the best of our ability, but we want it to be, to stand out and to envelop people. You know, we want them to walk away feeling warm and fuzzy and just have a great great um, overall positive outcome. I'm telling you now, if you're listening in the Naples area, just walk in the office. (laughs) You get that feeling. It's amazing. Well, Um, we have it. We have It's so funny that you say that because we have an energy jar here that we started a few years ago because it's the weirdest thing. Totally unsolicited people come in and they say all the time, wow, this place has such great energy that it got to a point where we said, whoever they say it to has to put a dollar in the jar. And then we do happy hour. Nice. Look at that. So it's, it's, it's not that negative swear jar. It's yeah, the positive no, it's energy the positive. jar. It's our happy hour <laughs> jar as a result that's of people awesome. saying we've got good energy. That's awesome. That's going to get stolen by somebody. That's great. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you, I've had you yes. here over a half hour that I asked uh, so your okay. time. So let me let me um, wrap this up and I'll ask you the same question I've asked sure. every guest since, okay. since Jay Thompson. Okay, lay it on me. Guest. Yeah, so if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent just getting started, what would it be? Oh boy. Okay, so... Just one piece? Two. I'll I'll go two. Okay, we'll go two. All right. First of all, decide who you are going to be, who you want to be, and what your goals are. You know, I think the greatest challenge that I see with new realtors is they say, oh, I got my license and I'm going to go out and sell a billion dollars worth of real estate, you know, thanks to some of the TV shows. Mm -hmm. They think that everybody can do it. That is not the case. If you don't mentally determine who you authentically are and visualize what you authentically see yourself accomplishing. Now, whether it's to be, uh, you know, the queen of your community or king of your community, or, you know, you want to take over a farm or you, you know, you want to sell five units in a year, whatever that desire is, figure that out, determine that from the get go. Number two, don't think the business is going to come to you. And probably my greatest pet peeve, and I'm just going to lay it out there. Go for it. My greatest pet peeve is the people or the companies that say, you know, we're going to give you leads, 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 leads. That's my greatest pet peeve because to me, it's like handing a kid money, you know, all the time. Look, I'm going to give you money without doing your chores, you know, and we were all raised in a different time where you had mm-hmm. to do your chores to get your allowance, right? This industry is the same way because the only way that you get good is through doing the work, 
putting forth the effort, taking the time to um, go to your farm area and look at every property on the market, get to know that. I mean, I used to walk the circle in my community in the mornings listening to Zig Ziglar. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Zig Ziglar, well, cassettes back then. Um, <laughs> in a Walkman? <laughs> in a Walkman. All right. Yeah, um, with the sponge earphone, sure. uh, earphones, circling the community, memorizing the front elevation of every property. We had we have names on our mailboxes, and I re- I memorized every single name so that I knew that when I would get a call from somebody, you know, someday this was my forward thinking. Um, that I would know exactly where they lived. And that's what I did. I mean, I memorized everything about that area and got so familiar that I knew it like the back of my hand. And that's the difference. You can't just say, you know, I've got my license, I'm going to mail out some postcards or do some emails or sit back and wait for people to walk in the door on floor time or um, sit back and wait for all these hundreds of leads that I'm going to get per month. That is not a business make because what happens when those leads stop? You know, what happens when you still have to have a business? Knowledge is power. If you don't know your market inside and out, and if you don't make the effort to take the time, what makes you think that someone else is going to hire you and give you the opportunity to do that if you don't value yourself enough to take the time and make the effort? Effort is what will make you wildly successful. Tiffany, if uh, somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Best way is they can either email me at Tiffany at McQuaidco, M-C-Q-U-A-I-D-C-O.com, or they can call us here at the office at 239-300-4880, or you can stop in and see us anytime when you're in the Naples area. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this with me today. Uh, It was so fun to talk to you, so great to have a dinner with you, right? We were at a, yeah. a little company event uh, up there in San Francisco and, and to catch up and, and, and just really thank you for your time. Yeah. Well, thank you for thinking of me. I'm so honored.